1973, a group of indigenous artists formed a collective. The press called them the Indian Group of Seven. Their goal? To raise the profile of indigenous art. It was all or nothing. We're representing all our people. And create a permanent space in galleries for indigenous artists in Canada and around the world. That was really a rock star moment for me. I'm Soleil Lunier, and this is Among Equals, the history and legacy of the professional native Indian artists, Inc. Listen wherever podcasts are heard. Art Slice is a different dive into art history. We goof around, we curse, you learn from it, but don't expect a typical lecture. You're welcome. Um, but that's all about to change a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's actually really interesting to see the same changes in Dorothea's work that we saw in Agnes Pelton's work a handful of releases ago. Agnes's work also shifted when she uprooted her city life and planted herself in the California desert sun, painting these just mesmerizing, occultic, incandescent landscapes. Dorothea's surrealist works would take on some of the same glowing atmospheric slow, slow light that she started to Ooh. refer to as <laughs> phosphorus. phosphorus. <laughs> <laughs> With some major differences, right? Agnes is slow and meditative, like we said, and very aware of how color and shapes move within a composition. And Dorothea's work is like angsty, surrealist <laughs> worlds that aren't concerned that they are within a painting. First, this light shows up how you'd expect it, right? In desert afterglows or hazy, sunny skies. Then in those sunflowers. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who have spent any time observing sunflowers, you know just how alive they seem. They're like they're like divining rods for the sun. <laughs> in Spanish, the term is girasol, and in other languages, they also translate similarly to flowers <laughs> that turn towards the sun. Yeah. They're active, and their little heads, or big heads, uh, move throughout the day to follow el sol, the sun. The petals are also very thin, like fabric. The sunlight glows through them like a veil, the way they refract light, almost looking like the subsurface scattering of marble. The petals just always seem to catch the light in interesting prismatic mm. ways. And eventually, all this light that she was observing, this crystallized glow, shows up as organic colors, still angsty, like angsty tangles <laughs> of like stained glass windows, mm. pockets of darkness, glowing refracted light, hazy clouds, a mixing of tangible and intangible forms. Right. Far from the illustrative surrealist worlds, these were painterly messes, and she actually wouldn't paint these works in Sedona. It took a decade and a couple of moves. Some McCarthyism. <laughs> uh, yes, before it finally revealed itself on her canvas. <laughs> 